is an audio platform created to educate, inform, and empower women to take charge of their physical and mental health. Join Shalana Battle and her occasional guests as they discuss many issues and health topics that concern women. While many health tips and advice will be discussed on this platform by licensed professionals, it should not take the place of seeking help from your own physician or therapist. If you feel that you need professional advice or medical assistance, do not hesitate to contact your provider. Now, let's get to the show. Hello, and thank you so much for tuning in to The Eavesdrop. I am your host, Dr. Shalana Battle. Look, I know that it has been a while, but I am so happy to be back. I am so happy to be reconnecting with my audience. And let me first start out by apologizing for being away so long. But listen, just like for everyone else, the holiday season was really busy for me in both my professional life and also in my personal life. And At the same time, I started the new year off really rocky. Usually for New Year's Eve, I am in church or I am home just hibernating away from crazy people. (laughs) I usually spend New Year's Eve at home, you know, just a calm environment and everything. And so this year I decided to do something a little different and I celebrated New Year's Eve and New Year's Day in Las Vegas. And while in Las Vegas, your girl finally caught the COVID. Yes, the COVID. After all of this time and after all of the COVID exposures while working in the hospital with patients, I finally caught COVID. So the first couple of weeks of January were really rocky. It was basically about nurturing myself and getting myself back to health. And truth be told, I am still recovering from it. But I am back, y'all. I'm back. I'm here to stay. And I have some wonderful episodes in line that are coming up for you. You definitely want to tune in for the rest of this month and the month of February and all year long. The eavesdrop will be around all year long. So definitely check back each week. Today, you and I will be reconnecting and talking about New Year's goals and how we can maintain and achieve them. Although January is almost over, I feel that this information can be useful throughout the year as you strive to maintain your goals, or it can be useful if you have already fallen off the bandwagon. I am in love with the month of January because it is a month for me that not only starts a new year, but it brings new beginnings. It is a time where most of us mentally erase past mistakes. We may decide to leave relationships or friendships that are no longer serving us. Some people may decide to go back to school while others might strive to make healthier lifestyle changes. And we just become more motivated to make and achieve new goals. Overall, January is just a perfect time for a fresh start. It's the beginning of a new year. And this is why many of us fall into the practice of creating new year resolutions. I love the practice of creating new goals and aspirations because 
it gives us the opportunity to really sit down, reflect, and be intentional about the things that we would like to see manifest in our lives. However, adhering to some of these goals can be difficult and challenging. In fact, research shows that most people will abandon their New Year's resolution not by February, not by March, not even by April, but by mid-January, people are already falling off the bandwagon and throwing in a towel. We fall off that diet that we said we were going to be on. We revert back to that relationship we said was no longer serving us. And we may fall into those habits that we said we wanted to change. Does this sound like you? I know that I can be transparent and say that this has happened to me on more than one occasion. So I'm right there with you. And because this is such a popular issue, a day known as Quitter's Day was established just for us. (laughs) Quitter's Day falls on the second Friday in January, and the day exists to help motivate people to get back on the bandwagon and to continue striving to accomplish their goals. So because I want the women who are part of the eavesdrop community to be successful, I want to commemorate Quitter's Day by discussing six ways that will help you maintain or reestablish your New Year's goals. The first thing you should do when setting your New Year's goals is set very specific goals. Your New Year's goals should be specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time specific. And some of you might be familiar with this. We call these type of goals SMART goals. S-M-A-R-T, SMART, stands for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-specific. This is important to remember because many of us will set a New Year's resolution like you'll say something very broad, I want to exercise more. But what does that really mean? Instead, you should be very detailed in your resolution. First, be specific on what it is you actually want to do and then make the goal measurable. So if you want to exercise more, determine how many times a week you will exercise and for how long. This gives your goal measurability. Also, you want to make sure that the goal is attainable to achieve. Ask yourself, Do I have what I need so that I will be successful at this goal? For example, for those of you who want to exercise more, you may want to determine if you will need a trainer or will you need a gym membership or for the person who wants to save money. Maybe you will need an accountant or a financial coach. Determine the resources you will need in order to help you be successful. Your goal should also be realistically achievable. And this is solely dependent on your available resources and the time you have. You should be asking yourself, is this goal reachable given the time and resources that I have? And am I able to actually commit to this goal? And if the answer of these questions are no, you should reconsider your goal and adjust it so that it is more realistic for you. Your goal should also be timely. When do you want this goal to be accomplished? 
Whenever you set a goal, it should have a clearly defined timeline that includes a starting date and a target date. The purpose for making time part of your goal is to one, make the goal more tangible, and secondly, to create an urgency or motivation to get it accomplished. Secondly, you want to be intentional about your New Year's goals. Avoid picking a goal that may be a new fad or a goal that everybody is doing that's cliche. Instead, pick a goal that will address your individual needs and desires. Think about things that are a priority in your life that may need revision. Maybe you have health challenges that require you to make healthier lifestyle changes or healthier lifestyle choices. Maybe you need to get your finances in order for a home you plan to buy. Or maybe you need to focus on your mental and your spiritual needs. Establish goals that will address these needs. I feel like when there is a purpose and intention behind your goal, you are more likely to adhere to it or reconnect with it throughout the year. Also, avoid picking a goal that you may have tried in the past but failed at it. Sometimes this may set us up to fall into the same pitfalls that stopped us previously. Instead, rethink or modify this goal or pick something different that will allow you to set up a better path to success. Next, you want to start with very small steps. It is so important to start your journey with baby steps. In today's society, everything has to happen fast. We want to lose weight fast. We want to save up money really fast. We want to create new habits really fast. But when it comes to our lives and making positive changes, being swift does not win the race and it does not finish the race. Trust me, I know. I've been there. Instead, focus on taking tiny steps that will ultimately help you reach your larger goal. For example, if you say, that you are going to read more books during the year, but you know you may not have time to read during the week, start by making a smaller goal of reading a chapter two to three times a week until you can develop more time in your schedule for reading. It's just like when people are training for a marathon. They don't run a marathon the first day that they start training. They build up towards it. So that's how accomplishing goals should be little baby steps, one step at a time. And then also you want to give yourself grace and enough time for your resolution to become a habit. New routines don't just become habit overnight. I think that is a common misconception that when we set a new goal, we have to go into the journey with the mindset that once we set our minds to it, we have to hit the ground running and there is no room for error. However, A research study done in 2009 found that on average, it takes 66 days to form a new habit. So definitely be patient with yourself. If you have a minor setback or don't hit your goal, give yourself grace, pick up and keep going. Just keep working on your goal and eventually it will become second nature. Next, you want to identify accountability partners for support. Lean on people for support, whether it is a friend, a spouse, a family member, or a life coach. Having someone to hold you accountable to accomplishing your goals can help keep you on track. 
It can help keep you motivated and it can give you a sense of community while you are on your journey. And I've come to realize that people function better when they have a supportive and motivating community around them. Lastly, you want to learn and adapt. This is very important. Encountering a setback is one of the most common reasons why people give up on their New Year's goals. Because once we feel like we have failed, we automatically become disconnected with the goal that we have set to achieve. It is important to remember that if you fall off track, don't see it as a failure. The path toward our goals is not always a straight one. It's really not. There will definitely be challenges along the way. Instead, you view those setbacks as a opportunity to learn, to reroute if you have to, and to adapt to your journey. Think about keeping a resolution or a goal journal. That's what I have started doing. You want to write down important information about when the setback occurred, what might have triggered it for you, and what you might do differently moving forward. By understanding the challenges that you have or the challenges that you face, you might be able to deal with the challenges better in the future if they're presented again. Finally, the yearly ritual of resolution setting doesn't have to be an annual disappointment. Sometimes the difference between success and failure is simply choosing the right goal and the process you use to go about achieving that goal. Most importantly, remember, be kind and flexible with yourself and celebrate all of your progresses along the way. Even if it's just one pound that you lost after dieting for a month, celebrate that one pound. Or if you only saved $20 and your goal was to save $200 within that month, celebrate the fact that you were able to save some money. Give yourself grace and always be your loudest cheerleader. It's not just the end goal that matters. It is your progress and what you put forth throughout the entire journey. I hope you learned something new. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to the eavesdrop podcast. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And as always, I pray that you learned something new. Be sure to tune in weekly for new episodes. Also, if you are enjoying the podcast, please consider rating the show. Rating the show will make it more visible to women who may need to hear this information. Also, share the podcast with your friends and family. Keep in touch with the podcast by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You may reach out to me at drshalanabattle at gmail.com for any questions, concerns, or if you want to suggest a show topic. Well, until the next episode, be well, be whole, and be blessed. Bye.